It's just plain wrong that getting a good night's sleep is so hard. You know, sleep doesn't have to be this hard. There is a faster way to get better sleep. Sleep Takeout gives you real practical sleep solutions and your questions answered. I'm Dr. Bond, and I'm a licensed psychologist. And I'm Dr. Satuni, and I'm a board-certified sleep and pulmonary physician. And we're here to talk to you about sleep advice without a pill. This Sleep Takeout podcast is for information and entertainment purposes. This podcast is not intended as professional or legal advice. Podcasts are not treatment. Sleep disorders and mental health conditions need to be individualized with the healthcare provider. Sleep Takeout is not a replacement for professional advice or recommendations. So help your friends sleep better. Share the Sleep Takeout podcast with them and be sure to rate and review this episode on your favorite podcast app. Welcome back, Michelle. It's great to see you again. Hey, Dan. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad to be back. I've got my coffee. Yeah, it's been a little long since we recorded. It has. When did we actually? I feel like it was still the summer, right? It was a couple months ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. A lot happened. So, yeah, we're back. Um, Yeah. I I wish I could say it's cooler. It's still October in Florida. We had a little bit of a... There was, was... It felt like after the hurricane, that's what happened. The hurricane. After the hurricane, it actually was a little bit fall-like. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. So. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. But then it, it's hot again. The hurricane did. I had to get my roof replaced. Mm. Yeah. One of those unexpected things where you're just like, whoop, it happens. <laughs> we actually already had um, had planned for in this building to have uh, some termite tenting going on. Uh-huh. So I didn't think it was going to happen because of the hurricane. And once we realized it wasn't coming straight for right. us then um we figured as long as there's power yep. we're getting it done so we had already moved a couple patients around and uh-huh. it was just an, it, more of an inconvenience but what a terrible storm it was yeah i think i think we dodged a bullet here but um but definitely further south it was a whole different experience so and this unpredictable is, Florida. yeah it is these unpredictable storms you do the best you can you prepare for them but you also just never know what you get. Yeah, so it's still October, and you know we have all that whole election thing, which I think also mm-hmm. stresses people out mm-hmm. for sleep um, purposes, and uh, you know just kind of hearing a lot of these things every single day. So it's yeah, like, it's like once um, the holiday of Halloween starts rolling around, it's just things go on rapid speed, speed warp speed at the end of the they year. They do. I would say for most of my clients, like the stress level just escalates from this point in the year moving forward until the very end. Yeah. So, so um, while we know that it really hasn't cooled down here, most places in the country are cooling down. Mm-hmm. And so we it wanted to fall like we wanted know? to kind of incorporate <laughs> that into into this episode as as many people are going through that. Mm-hmm. And so the product that I wanted to talk about today. Oh, yes. Yes. Do share was um, s- about this this theme of cooling sheets or ways to cool your your bedroom down yeah. without actually increasing extra expense. So I'm going to tell you um, Consumer News and World Reports, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually reviewed top ten. Um, oh really? They top did, like, ten cooling types of sheets. Okay. Most of them are these natural bamboo. Um, so we used one called Bamboo Bay. Oh. Um, we strayed a little bit from Amazon. I do not believe they're Amazon um, <gasps> capable. There's no star rating. They are mid range in terms of price, and okay. we'll put a link to them. And because my daughter got the bed that we reviewed before, uh-huh. so I got these for my son. Okay. 
And so the full size, which he has a full size bed, um, the full size was uh, about eighty dollars, um, which so they're they're pricey, but which is a uh, good thing. And again, I'm telling you, these are mid range from what Consumer News and World Report. So the oh, very wow. low range on Amazon is about twenty bucks, uh-huh. and for full size. And then the high range for bamboo sheets. Do you want to take a gander? Mm, wait, what size? Like a full, full bed? Full, full size. Mm-hmm. High range bamboo sheets, full size. Mm, I would say maybe like a hundred dollars. Approaching like four hundred <gasps> on the no, high range. Uh, yes. So, so you know they're wow. they're obviously natural. Um, they have a three hundred to five hundred thread count. Wow. The ones that we got were about the three hundred thread count. These these this price point was eighty dollars for the full size. We okay. got a gray color. Um, but it comes in lots of different colors. My favorite would have been that it's called um, Ocean Wave, mm-hmm. and it looks a lot like my walls in the uh, the other room of the office. Uh-huh. So obviously, I like the color. Uh, he chose a gray. There's a light gray and a dark gray. Uh, quality wise, very nice soft sheets. You okay. can definitely tell that they're made well. They're stitched in a really nice mm-hmm. way. So the you know the the thing that. I had told my son about these are, you know, cooling sheets and we're in Florida and we keep mm-hmm. the house maybe about 78, 79. Uh-huh. He decided to wear his winter PJs uh, for the <laughs> first couple times um, that he used this. And, um, you know, like I said, I'll like lay in bed and I say, I don't think these are meant to cool down that way. Right. Now, they don't promise to change, obviously, the temperature of your room. They mm. are generally nice sheets, but definitely not cooling. Okay. They will not cool you down if you're a warm person. Right. So, um, you know, we were we we had talked about I think reviewing maybe a chili pad or something uh-huh. like that, which again, great great stuff, but it really is out the, out of the budget and right. it doesn't second as uh, you know a pair of sheets. So I, w- sure. I would say they're generally a very nice quality sheet. Sure. Uh, cooling, changing your body temperature, sleeping better. So I. He had me like switch beds with him for a uh-huh. couple nights to try these things out. Oh, so you you got in there and experienced the I cooling did. sheet. Too. I I f- I really do like the feel of them. Yeah. They f- they feel and smell like very nice in terms okay. of kind of a natural thing. Sure. You, we've all had maybe those sheets at a hotel or something that mm-hmm. are rough. Right. Um. Or just kind of have a. Like they've been bleached too many times. Yeah, yeah. like an yeah. after smell sort yeah. of thing. Um, but these are very good. So had them for about six weeks. They've mm-hmm. washed very well. They've washed three or four times. So I would say generally a positive okay. review, but not not from the cooling standpoint. <laughs> so just a quality, nice mid range sheet. What was funny is I will check on him after. Well, as I'm going to go to bed, but he's gone to bed two or three hours earlier, uh-huh. and. You know, there's this like sweating kid in his <laughs> in his uh, New York sweatshirts or oh, his gosh. flannel, you know, bottoms and with wow. no no Ooh. top. So yeah, That's I just hot. I'm like, you know what? He's in really probably Delta deep sleep at that point. Right. I'm just gonna take off this this article of clothing and this <laughs> article of clothing. Throughout this whole thing, he actually ended up losing a couple teeth. So oh, wow. I was also just worried that uh, he would realize that, that it wasn't the you know the tooth fairy or something taking taking the clothes off That's but true. he knows who the tooth fairy is so. maybe the tooth fairy gifts cooling bed sheets too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a link but um, bamboo bay i would say very quality sheets okay. uh, from a from a cooling standpoint it did not change any really mm-hmm. of, of the sleep quality if you've had 
um, some good luck with a specific type of sheet for uh, improving sleep quality, just let us know. Mm -hmm. um, happy to kind of look into it or change our opinion. Um, but in general, we're going to talk today a little bit about um, what the best temperature is for sleeping. Mm -hmm. so do you think you have any idea? The best ideal temperature for sleeping? Mm -hmm. I think it depends on the individual. And although generally speaking, we do know that cooler tends to help people sleep a little bit better. So, but I think it depends on for you, like what makes you feel cozy. So, so there's some biology to this. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd say in general, you're correct. And particularly for Floridians that generally get cooler yeah. at um, not as cool temperatures as other people. Mm -hmm. Um, it's surprising that your body does want to be cool in order for you to get into your deepest stages of sleep. Mm. However, there's a, a point when um, your body does have a shiver response. Mm. And when your body shivers, you actually release um, some of the uh, adrenaline that keeps your blood vessels uh -huh. tighter on the inside. And when you shiver, you actually are using your muscles. Sure. And you're and generating heat, right? You're generating yeah. body heat, um, and you're actually creating a la layer potentially of um, moisture and stuff on the outside. So you can't really get too hot that you're shivering, wow. or too cold that yeah. you're shivering, and then you heat up to mm -hmm. the point that you're, you have to cool yourself down with the the cooling. So <laughs> um, the Sleep Foundation, um, sleepfoundation.org, which is a government agency, uh, they they do have a very specific recommendation. Um, oh, let's setting, hear. Setting the thermostat between 60 to 67 degrees Fahrenheit, which is... So wait, 60 to 67? 60, 60 to wow. 67 degrees Fahrenheit. Girl, I would be freezing my butt off I at would 60. as well. I'd um, be like, oh! <laughs> Celsius, that's 15.6 to 19.4 degrees Celsius. Uh -huh. And it says that... Um, really, it's based on this dip in your core body temperature that happens uh -huh. after melatonin is released right. and before the cortisol um, is really supposed to be at its at its nadir sort of point. Because isn't your lowest body temperature right before you wake up in the morning mm -hmm. like that? So there's a natural decline, mm -hmm. which is why they also kind of that hypothesis behind like for some people taking a shower at the end of the day. And that cool-off period, it's not really the shower, it's the cool-off period that happens after the shower. Mm -hmm. That helps you follow that dip down. Why this was looked at uh, in particular was about uh, researching sudden infant death syndrome. Oh. And so they were talking about how um, the babies prior to uh -huh. um, having any issues, they were generally warmer. So Interesting. Um, okay. Th obviously, we still don't know a lot about this condition in general. But uh, having a bedroom or bed sheets and things that are too warm, not mm -hmm. just for suffocation sorts of issues, but these are just sudden infant deaths, like there's no apparent cause of, of death. So they recommend that infants, instead of 60 to 67, that's one or two degrees warmer, so 62 okay. to 69 for infants. And they just talk about wow. their bodies being smaller, they're still developing, they're more sensitive to different changes. 
Um, but they 69. I would still be freezing at 69. I'm telling you, I like, think, I think at the end of the day yeah. that it's there, but, yeah. um, it's, you know, this, this whole idea of a circadian rhythm based on body temperatures and fluctuations is really important mm-hmm. because during REM sleep in particular, you actually become poikilothermic, which is that fancy word for not being able to control your body temperature internally. You mm. have your external environment mm-hmm. controlling your body temperature. And so if you are in two, three hours in in getting into sleep and you're going into this REM cycle Mm -hmm. and you're no longer able to control your body temperature, a body that's too warm Mm -hmm. will send those mayday signals for you to wake up. So you really want your body temperature to be more aligned with the the cooler part to keep you asleep through that REM cycle. Wow. So let me ask you this, because what happens? I think we've all had this experience where you wake up sweating in the middle Mm -hmm. of the night. So that's an example of your body attempting to cool itself. Or a, bo- uh-huh. a, a room that might be a little bit too warm, uh-huh. and you're in REM sleep, so you've actually started to, accom- uh, you know, to get closer to where that body temperature is, because your room uh-huh. air temperature, and then you have the sheets, and then you have your body on top of, right, on top of the sheets. I mean, obviously, I, I our bodies are 98.7 right. at our core body temperature, but our surface body temperature is not always mm-hmm. that temperature, right. This is why you get cold fingers and toes. Yes. Wow. So the warmer temperatures uh, can cause people to become more restless. There can be kind of some discomfort. Um, you can sweat, and then you can actually get a little bit more dehydrated or, or thirsty. And this is a mm-hmm. really common thing in our society where maybe we're already a little bit dehydrated as we're going to sure. sleep. And some of those clues that you actually are just dehydrated and you need fluid Mm -hmm. can also trick the body into thinking that you're hungry in the middle of the night and so Mm. we're talking a lot about the about these hormone regulation we got to come back to nighttime eating at some point yes i think i think we have that on our agenda yes (laughs) um so that body's kind of like constant up and down with the thermoregulation it can cause just general fatigue and Mm -hmm. some sort of you know a tiredness um, and then difficulty getting back to sleep because they're in, in that different temperature time, time mm-hmm. changes. So it's really kind of um, an important thought process. Now, when I talk to people in the office or when I'm giving a lecture about temperature, I say wherever the temperature is now, generally try and attempt to cool your room down, so maybe by a degree or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and try that for two or three weeks. See if you notice a difference. Uh, pretty universally, if a person's having some difficulty sleeping and then they lower the temperature of their bedroom, they actually do sleep better. Mm-hmm. Um, the, f- the flip is not going to work as well, but when you, when you poll a whole bunch of people, uh, they den- generally are going to sleep better in the shorter, the shorter nights. Sure. Uh, and the cooler nights, which accompany the shorter nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, our, our, our world is heated by, you know, this big, like, roaster of the sun. Sure. And so you just have to kind of understand, um, you know, where that's coming from. Do you have a set temperature that you feel like you do the best? So if you're not in control of your thermostat at your house and you're just in a nice uh, hotel room. Yeah. Well, uh, so I would say, so this is where myself and my bed partner, we have totally different, like, temperature ranges here. Um he gets way hotter than I do. I get cold actually much easier than he does. So it's definitely one of these things where there's always like some disagreement about what the temperature should be. So, but I just kind of compensate with like an extra blanket or something because yeah. otherwise I'm just like, I'm freezing. So, 
Yeah, my uh, my best memory of uh, temperature changes, I, I tended to be on the cool side. And I think a lot of people that mm -hmm. live in Florida, that's why they gravitate to a warmer climate, mm -hmm. um, was I, I was pregnant with my first kid and I lived in Detroit. Mm -hmm. And I just, it was literally like a furnace uh, with everything. <laughs> so I couldn't get cool enough. Mm -hmm. And um, it was winter, so I didn't wow. really have to do anything different in terms of air conditioning like I would have down here. So I remember going out to the living room and there was a sliding glass door there and just keeping the door open mm -hmm. like all night, snowing, mm -hmm. whatever. I just I just had that that door open and I was actually somewhat comfortable. Yeah. I'd go in in the morning. Not only did my husband like have <laughs> his regular clothes on, uh -huh. he had some jacket on and a sleeping bag and then like the uh, the stuff. So he had layers. <laughs> uh, and he didn't say anything. Nothing. Really? Yeah. Wow, he was there suffering in silence. Well, so the issue yeah. is, uh, and again, it's the same reason down here there's multiple fans going on, is it, it is quite costly to right. heat a, a cool place or cool sure. a hot place. Oh, yeah. And so I think a lot of people will try to skimp on, on um, doing this. But mm -hmm. if you have some sleep problems and something as simple as changing a temperature a few degrees at night, again, mm -hmm. we're not talking about doing this all day long. Right. Um, this could be really helpful for people. Absolutely. Well, this is, it reminds me of the thing, I think we've, you and I've talked about it, you know, off, off microphone or whatever, but those bed jet types of things, mm -hmm. they're just too costly for us to, to pilot test them on the podcast. But that yeah. idea of like something blowing air literally into the bed. Well, I also want to make kind of a, a recommendation. And again, I am nobody on this podcast <laughs> a doctor while I'm doing this podcast, even if you happen to see me in the office. But there are certain vitamins that mm -hmm. change the um, the tensile strength of your blood vessels and change how, how tightly that they're, uh -huh. they're loaded. Um, but vitamins can do it too. So the things that help with skin regrowth, like mm -hmm. uh, vitamin C and zinc, uh -huh. um, they can absolutely cool your body down. So oh. there's actually, um, I think it's called uh, Peridin C. It's an over-the-counter vitamin C supplement for mm -hmm. hot flashes. Uh -huh. um, so it you can look that up on the computer. And then some different medicines, both for uh, blood pressure or for prostate health, also mm -hmm. work specifically on the the. I, so you're not in in this room, but I just I felt this air conditioning kick on. But oh yeah. Anyway, it was just really interesting that we were talking. Sorry, I digress. <laughs> um, so blood pressure uh, medicines that uh, aren't the typical like once a day. Um, that you use them for controlling your blood pressure. They're older medicines that uh -huh. actually can affect um, the blood pressure like this. Interesting. Believe it or not, one of the main prescriptions uh, of sleep medicine that was used from 1970, 1980, uh, the trazodone, it's an yeah. alpha-2 blocker, and it affects yep. the blood vessels too. It's the same reason that when people get these medicines, they tell them people to get up a little bit slower yeah. because it affects the blood vessels. So if you rise too quickly, mm -hmm. your blood goes down to your feet and not to your head, and people can absolutely uh, can experience passing out or just that. That is a, that's a that's another episode topic for us. By the way, we need to like dive into the different classes of sleep medications and say what happens with some of these things. Like, what are some of the side effects? Because I feel like that's more likely what I see m most often is what people experience from the side effect Absolutely. profile of it. So. so National Sleep Foundation has some really um, very easy tips that I wanted to kind of go through Ooh, and see yes, what you yes. think, okay? So one of them that they talk about closing your blinds to reduce heat buildup during the day. Winner? 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it would help. Like if you pulled your, I mean, essentially it sounds like you're trying to keep the overall temperature in the room cooler even during the hottest point of the day. Right. So, I mean, that makes sense from like how air conditioning works. Yeah. So. Um, move downstairs during the summer. Mm. I don't know. I think it depends on your house. Yeah. So uh, heat does rise. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes during during the day, if you're let's say you're working from home mm-hmm. and you're you're um, you know active in the kitchen and things during the day, you could have actually heated your upstairs. Sure. Um, actually, recommending someone to move to a different bedroom downstairs maybe a little bit much. Mm-hmm. So not sure that that one is yeah either practical or helpful. Or the other option of I could see people saying, "Oh, I'll just go sleep on my couch," but then that introduces a whole other layer of, of yeah. things to disrupt. So sleep. so yeah, we're yeah. me and Dan are no yeah. not, not no for the moving downstairs during the summer. Mm-hmm. Now, if you live in a barn with no a insulation. <laughs> Different story. I love this. You is you're going to build a barn on your land, right? You you're let gonna, us you're know. Gonna, you're going to get the Michelle, the Michelle uh, pasture out there. I'm not sure I'm going to build a barn. I okay. said I'm really good with just the putting up a tent. Okay. Right. Putting up a tent. Uh, okay. The the next one is a very practical, very realistic. Turn the thermostat down at night. Right. So that yep. that sounds really helpful. On the flip side, um, I've learned this from. Uh, my electrician friends and air conditioning people Mm -hmm. don't turn your air off in the day just because you're not going to be up there because you're going to end up (laughs) spending a lot more cooling it down and it's time consuming so depending on the size of your your place Mm -hmm. you're never going to get to the right temperature and you're just going to spend a lot of energy doing it right um using the fan or air conditioning in hot climates or a hot water bottle on cold nights well, that's a couple of things. Using ceiling fans, I would say definitely, absolutely in Florida. like Or fan, any type of like wind kind of blowing device I think is helpful. The hot bottle on cold nights. I've never done that. Have you ever done that? No. Okay, I've never done that. So I can't speak to whether or not that would be good or not. I'm not sure I would. Now, I have done those like microwave gel pack things. But they're usually, they, I use them for my daughter. They're usually like, or like a stuffed animal that you microwave the thing and mm-hmm. put it inside the stuffed animal. I do that. I put that underneath yeah. my, my thing to cool down. Yeah. Again, this might be skewed by us living in Florida. But, right. Um, and I don't, I don't think it's a, it's a terrible idea. And it's definitely um, going to save you some uh, electricity bills. Sure. So. Uh, opening a window to promote ventilation. Hmm. If you're out in the country, not in like a city urban sort right. of situation, because when you open the window, you you absolutely are creating increased uh, noises, sure. uh, elements, you know, and things from coming in. Yeah. Not going to belittle this one because right. I think that in certain places this actually may help with ventilation. Oh, yeah. But in, in it maybe if there's any sort of fears or it's not a safe spot, it's, right. it's probably not a very ideal. Well, and there's also, I read an article recently talking about the quality of our indoor air is actually not as good as we think it is half the time. So there's value to some ventilation. But, mm-hmm. but you know, I think with a lot of these suggestions, which is very true, too, of sleep hygiene tips sometimes, is the answer is it kind of depends. Like it depends on your unique situation on if opening the window is going to work for you or not, or mm-hmm. if moving from upstairs to downstairs is going to work for you or not. 
Yeah. So. The, the last three are things that we've talked about okay. multiple times and today. But uh, one is controlling bedroom humidity. Mm-hmm. Um, now, humidity in, in Florida, there's not a place that someone can live comfortably that does not have air conditioning in most places mm-hmm. in Florida. Although I grew up, my grandma did not have air conditioning in Fort Lauderdale. We used to go down there every summer. That was a different, Girl, dec- was, a different decade. It was, yeah, it was a whole different experience. Um, in, in, uh, in 2022, Uh if, um, if you have a place that does not have the ability to even have a window air conditioning Mm -hmm. unit, um, or a central air that can actually take away some of this humidity, it is, it's going to be a real, it's going to be a real issue. Brutal. Um, reducing sweating by using mattresses, sheets, duvet, comforter, pillow, and pajamas for temperature regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what we were just getting yep, at. There's totally. a lot of different products. Feel free to try them out. Uh, more expensive, I don't believe, does better. Right. Uh, Consumer Reports, I believe that most of the people, you can prove me wrong, Consumer Reports, but I think apparently you live in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but I think there are different ideas on, on mattresses that could be working better for you that have some more sure. holes in ventilation. Yep. And then the last one, Dan, you just talked about this one, about taking a warm bath or a shower an hour or two to encourage like mm-hmm. that natural cooling down effect. Right. Um, particularly if you have the combination of the added, you know, the fan that's on you that's kind of blowing some of that air. Yeah, it's that evaporative effect that helps to cool the body from that perspective. Yeah. So in general, I mean, I would I would say that cool is better. Yeah. Um, for improving sleep quality, uh, shiv- sh- cooling to the point that you are shivering, it's mm. very very counterproductive. Right. Um, but up until that point, if you're very comfortable with it, it can help you get deeper sleep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fascinating stuff, Michelle. Thanks for bringing all these like knowledge bombs on us for like temperature, sleep temperature. Well, I'm stuff. looking forward to getting a little bit cooler. So maybe it's just wishful I know, thinking. Oh, me too. I'm so excited. I know that's, that's why I'm, I'm now I'm, I think this is like pumpkin spice coffee. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it feels so festive. Yes. So. <laughs> all right. Well, sleep nation, thank you for tuning in this time. We're excited to see you guys again next time. So. Well, have a great week. All right. Take care. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Sleep Takeout. We hope that you found our discussion on sleep valuable. Help your friends to sleep better. You can share the Sleep Takeout podcast with them and be sure to rate and review this episode on your favorite podcast app. Remember, Sleep Nation, sleep well. Dream big. And wake up refreshed. Bye. Bye.